We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Live from Las Vegas, sports talk, hot takes, and all of the bangers. Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez, the Playmakers. Hellest of lows. Listeners across the Las Vegas Valley, across the country, across time and space. Uh, today's show is going to be a little bit different for good reason. Not actually good reason, bad reason. Really bad reason. Uh, my name is Lindsey Brown, uh, and joining me is Dominic Lavoie. Welcome. Indeed. Indeed. And uh, Adrian Hernandez. Thank you for bringing the smile to my face, Dom, by, by using <laughs> one of my slogans. Uh, no yes, problem. I am so influential. Yes, I am indeed Adrian Hernandez. Lindsey. I'm uh, I'm glad to be here to do what we need to do uh, mm-hmm. because I think it's very important, um, especially with the platform that we have and your life experience first and foremost, and and all of us here doing this show right now, coming from three different perspectives. Mm-hmm. To put a little self-importance on, on this, I, I feel in many ways I've been trained for days like this, or at least this is kind of like why you get into this particular business because I think radio offers. Uh, a distinct medium advantage over television, over even social media, over journalism in terms of written form, because all of those seem to have some sort of limitation, but we don't because opinions matter in this business. And the opinion that we're going to get into has to do with the Roe v. Wade being overturned. Um, Hell's a place called home, gentlemen. There's no other uh, succinct way to really put it, I think. Ain't that the truth? Um, you know, Adrian, you said earlier today, I, I, I'm kind of surprised we did the show because when the January 6th insurrection happened, I, I took it upon myself to go to Paul at the time and say, I don't think it's, appropri- it's appropriate to do the show today because it was just the moment didn't call for sports. And as we've progressed through the last couple years since that's happened, and this is a very distinct, different topic because I think cowering or taking the day off is not really an option at this point and I can deal with my feelings this weekend I've been dealing with my feelings about this for for a long time because gentlemen not a day goes by where I don't think about what my mother's life could have been if she had an abortion because I'm an only child I'm an only child out of wedlock and I've definitely never told her that before. And I don't think I've really told anybody else that before. But that is something that has come up in my mind from a very young age. And and that's where I say I struggle with self-worth or I feel guilty for existing. And oh, I think I'm so perfectionistic when it comes to my family. 
because in a way I'm like, well, if you're going to be here, if you've been blessed enough to be here, you better be damn good. And I'm glad that my mother didn't make that choice. I'm happy to be here. Sometimes it's not so great being in existence, but she had a choice and that was robbed from all of us today. Not just those who are in states where it has become instantaneously illegal to obtain an abortion, but even in states like ours here in Nevada, which it remains legalized, it remains protected, but if you don't think that there's legislation coming down to try to take those protections away, you are mistaken. It's also the the same situation in Minnesota, but there's a blueprint to all of this. This didn't just happen overnight, but... Like I was saying yesterday when we were celebrating the 50th anniversary of Title IX. At least they didn't do it the day of, right? Day after. Um, you know, I, I, I really respect people who choose to be mothers. I think motherhood is an all-encompassing sacrifice. And one that I can't fully understand because I'm not one. But I respect the hell out of it. And the decision that was handed down today will force not ready people to be parents and there are consequences to that be that if the pregnancy isn't viable I mean if you have a miscarriage technically in some states you could be charged with a crime um not to mention if the baby is taken to term the fetus is taken to term born and the limitations that puts on the mother specifically and hopefully there's a partner there as well but my dad wasn't in the delivery room. My biological father wasn't in the delivery room. My, my uncle cut my umbilical cord. And I didn't really have a relationship with my dad until later on. Now, I know that there's, you know, child support. We went to court, all that stuff. But there are consequences to forcing people into a lifestyle that they may not want or that they're not prepared for. And the thing is, is that this was all preventable. Right. This all happened, this this kind of devolution of our society here because Trump was put in office. He was elected. And during his term, we had three spots. We had three Supreme Court justices appointed and all three of those people. Cast their vote into making abortion not a legal right in the United States. We'll leave it up to the states. Right. Since that works. And both of my parents voted for this guy. Much of my family voted for this guy. I, there's a reason why I'm, I'm here in Vegas, people. There's a reason why I'm not in Minnesota anymore. It's not the only reason. But I didn't feel safe or supported back there. Because once that video came out, the Access Hollywood video with Trump, the grab and the P word, I didn't need any more of an indicator of what type of dude this was. And if we permissed that into the office, somebody who was capable of that, what that would embolden and enable in others. And then it got worse, and then it got worse, and then it got worse, and now we're here. Because ultimately, Trump is just the catalyst of it. But this is a country that hates women. It sees women as holes first that turn into vessels or incubators, into servants. Honestly, because it, it, forcing birth with uh, formula shortage, with 
oh, we got new gun legislation. Congratulations yesterday. Just barely moved the needle there with school shootings happening left and right. No federally put child care services options, any of that stuff. Women don't have a lot of legislation for themselves. Like Title IX is the only piece of legislation that truly guarantees some sort of right to us because Roe v. Wade, Roe v. Wade is just specifically for abortion. But if you don't think they're coming for our rights to birth control contraception, contraceptives, the Griswold versus Connecticut 1965 ruling that was a right for married couples to get contraception without government restriction. So the right to privacy in your own home and bedroom. That right wasn't extended to unmarried couples until 1972. Roe v. Wade was in 1973. And then you also have more recent legislation that uses Roe v. Wade as precedent. So it needs Roe v. Wade to be part of the argument for it to be valid. So Lawrence versus Texas, the right to homosexual relations that ruled that criminal punishment for sodomy was unconstitutional, protects personal autonomy to define one's own relationships between two consenting adults up in the air right now. Clarence Thomas said it himself, Supreme Court Justice. Also, uh, Obersfell versus Hodges, 2015. That is the year I graduated college, gentlemen. Right to same-sex marriage. Recognize that same-sex couples have the fundamental right to marry and uh, recognize their marriages in the same terms and conditions of opposite-sex couples. And then if you don't think they're coming for the Loving versus Virginia ruling of 1967, wonder what Clarence Thomas would have to say about that, considering he's in, one, he's in an interracial marriage. That ruled that banning interracial marriage was unconstitutional. Everything is up in the air right now. And it's scary as hell. And we know that the oppression of women has always been constant. And it affects different subsets of populations differently, too. Because I'm a white woman. I know that I am protected in many different ways. That, that black women, that Asian women, that, that so many different populations don't have that. And we're the biggest problem in my mind. Because by dismantling this system... Therefore, we're dismantling our own privilege, our own shelter to all of this. And so without the access to illegal abortion does not mean that abortions aren't going to happen. We've been getting rid of pregnancies since time started. There are ways. There are, there are safer ways than others, but everybody likes to talk about the coat hangers. Everybody likes to throw, talk about throwing themselves down the stairs or drinking bleach. Women will die. Girls will die. Victims and survivors of rape, incest, will be forced to carry the children. And there's already legislation in, in, in some states saying that the fathers have a right to those kids if they're forced to be carried to term. They can be taken away. And so what's so disappointing to me and so frustrating is that we just walked, we all just woke up one day and all of a sudden we were a person, right? Luckily, because we're here. But our parents knew more than what we did at the time, right? And as I said, this has been orchestrated for years. I mean, Dominic, you were talking to me earlier. This probably goes back to Reagan. Mm-hmm. It's earlier. It's Nixon. Nixon gets impeached. Ford goes in for two years. Betty Ford is one of the, the great feminists of our time that never really gets talked about. As, as a conservative president and first lady, 
they were very much in the camp for equal rights amendment. We're fighting for that. And that's why he lost re-election. And you know who was elected after him? Ronald Reagan. And all of a sudden, there was restitution to be paid for the civil rights movement, for the women's rights movement, for all of these things. And our country changed. Drug, drug uh, culture happens, decimates the black population here in our country. AIDS decimates homosexual population of our country. All those lives lost or incarcerated otherwise. Votes, power, gone. Greed is good, rises up. Gordon Gecko, he's our dude, Wall Street, all that stuff. Sets us up for hyper-capitalistic practices that we today base our entire society on. Because we are this close to becoming an oligarchical society, people, where the corporations control everything. And I know, like, Dick's Sporting Goods is going to pay for people to go across state lines, go get abortions. How about the legislation that's been in, put in place where Border Patrol, within 100 miles of any border, can just search you for whatever reason? They don't need, they don't have rules. They have free reign. Do you know what also counts as a border? Shoreline. So even if you think that oh, I'm not close to, to the actual borders, be that to, to Canada or Mexico, if you're around lakes, if you're within 100 miles of a lake, absolutely within those rights. And they're going to keep peeling back and back and back because Roe, like I said, set precedent for so many of our rights today that it being taken out has the potential to completely decimate the entire system and create an authoritative regime. We're already halfway there. Um, I said this a few days ago, and it's probably one of the more offensive things I've said, but I would rather die at war than be forced to give birth against my will. Just me speaking personally. And so for all the people that are saying, well, true equality, they're going to reinstate the draft, look at all these things, like you're not protected, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that at the point because we're not protected here now. None of us are. doesn't matter what color we are, what, who we love, what we want to do with our lives because we are worker bees. That is what they've turned us into. That is what we've turned ourselves into. And we have anesthetized ourselves in a way. Like I'm about four days sober right now in terms of I haven't smoked any weed. And I'm taking a break. And I'm not saying that there's some sign from the universe, but for weeks I've been feeling like I need to get off of this. I need to, I'm getting bored with it. I need to make a change in my life. And I think it's because I, at some level, knew that I needed to have a clear head. I can't be sitting in my chair for hours on end after I get done with work every day anymore. Because going to my protest once every two months isn't going to be enough. And it's not doing enough. The protests aren't enough. Voting is how we do this. And even now, I'm like, are the votes even being counted? Does it even matter? Are the leaders going to work in our best interest? Because all of the DNC, every single Democratic leadership person is donate, donate, donate today. I mean, we had the uh, Congress outside on the steps of the Supreme Court saying, God bless America today. <laughs> Thank you. Thoughts and prayers personified in action. Where was, where, when they were passing legislation to protect the houses of the Supreme Court, where was that for codifying abortion rights into federal law? Or, or any of these things that we've been fighting for, gun legislation, police reform, all of these things. You know, the changes, we're, we're going to make changes after George Floyd. I think more money has gone into police forces than ever before. And you know why? Because they know there's going to be unrest. And there should be. Peacefully. 
I, 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 I honestly don't know where to go when it comes to this anymore. I, I don't know what other convincing I need to do for, for people that are p- allegedly pro-life. You're just pro-control over people. That's it. You're, pro, you're, you're pro-corporation. You're pro-government. You're whatever. Because it's, if you don't want an abortion, don't get one. If you don't want to be in a homosexual relationship, don't be in one. Stop trying to impose an extremist version of Christianity on all of us. The separation of church and state has always been blurred, but now it's becoming very clear of what kind of path that we're on. Any thoughts? Well, first and foremost, there's a reason why, as we started the show, after I introduced myself, I did not say a word. Because in a lot of things, in a lot of issues, people do not listen to the perspectives, no matter what it is. Mm-hmm. And you touched on so many things that, that are that are correct, first and foremost. You want to force a birth, essentially, in a country that doesn't have universal health care, mm-hmm. doesn't care about the child care, no paid family, medical leave, any of that stuff. The maternal, the, the mortality rates. Yep. I, my The mother of my child is African-American, African-American women know that process. I, the rates I, are astronomically high in comparison. The firsthand experience of some of the things that I had to deal with while my son was being born and we couldn't get the medical help from the doctors in the hospital when it happened. But even big picture, because I know there's some people listening and there's some very shallow males that are like, this doesn't affect me. I have a penis. I, I don't care about this. I can still do what I want. We talked about this yesterday. Are you stupid? Do you not think? You think that this is it? That they're not going to try to take away all these different things? You'd said it. Power and control. It doesn't stop at one facet. There's different facets and different things that they're going to go after. You talked about Clarence Thomas being like, oh, well, this could be next. This could be next. Yeah, he wants the court to look at all of them. Yeah, there's not a, there's not a limit. There's not an end game to that. The end game is when total control and total power and also in all these other things, who do you think is going to be enforcing this? It's law enforcement. Mm-hmm. Look at the issues they've had with all these certain type of things. And I also, right here in the moment, I just, I would like to applaud you for the things that you said and the way that you said them eloquently. Um, and I just, once again, I'm so glad that this is available to be listened to. Listen to it a million times once the podcast is up. To everything Lindsay just said. And lots of other voices because I'm just one and I don't know everything either. Yeah, so, I, and I know, and I don't mean to interrupt you, Dominic, but I just wanted to just say that piece as we start off the show. No, you're all good. I mean, I share the same sentiments as Adrian. I mean, like, I applaud you for saying everything you did and I resonated with a lot of that. Um, and with me, it's the big thing is separation of church and state because throughout U.S. history class and social studies my entire life, I mean, I'm only 19. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have probably the fewest miles around the sun than anyone in this building. And I've been always had this drill in my head. Yeah, America is separation of church and state. And then as I've gotten older, the more stuff that I've seen in my adolescence and in my young adult life, like now, the more I see, like you said, it's not really there. It's marketing. Why is it? Why is it that people preach separation of church and state, but I see these politicians and Supreme Court justices and all these people in power saying it's unholy to do this. Not unlawful, mm-hmm. unholy. It's against God's right. 
why I, I just don't understand why that's a thing and why if there's supposed to be a separation of church and state, people allow this to happen. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it could be tied to I'm not attacking anybody, but religious fanaticism. Absolutely. They see the Bible and they take it as literal gospel at this point, And they think America should be run like this because we're a Christian nation. We were founded exactly. by the Puritans. But that's the thing. The Puritans come over. But then it wasn't America instantaneously, right? We were here mm-hmm. a lot earlier than 1776. And even still, those guys that wrote those things, they didn't see you as a person. Mm-mm. They didn't see me as a person. They didn't see you as a person, Adrian. We're not at least fully. And we're taking that, the literal Bible, and their words as literal Bible. Sorry to interrupt. You're good. And even with the whole abortion thing, which is like the main topic, um, my mother is a single mother. And my grandmother was a single mother of three children. And it goes back all of those generations where it could have been one abortion, like you mentioned, and I wouldn't be here. And same as you, I'm really glad that I'm here. Mm-hmm. I'm glad to, that I have the privilege to be on this with you guys and be able to talk about sens- sensitive topics like this. And I just think it should, it shouldn't be up to a religious thing. I think it's about pu- having your own autonomy. I, I think being pure in religion is living your life because religion, if you look around the world, it's subjective. Everyone has their, every religion has their own gods and they have their own way of worshiping them and they have their own rituals to go with that. Mm -hmm. Why force it against someone else in the name of spreading the gospel? If someone doesn't want it, let them go to your version of hell. Don't try and put them down and lock them up because of it. Mm -hmm. And they do that against women a lot. They do that against homosexual people because it's unholy. And it's just, I, I talked a lot in circles, but that's all I can really no, wrap my head around. There's, there's no linear way to talk about this because we're all very emotional right now. And so logic kind of goes out the window. But this whole thing defies logic. Mm-hmm. Like yesterday we had gun legislation passed, the, the most gun legislation in decades. But also we've enabled people to get more guns. Like the guns have more rights than I do. My my cat and or your dog have more rights than I do in terms of reproductive freedoms right now. And that logically does not make sense. But they're not using logic. They're using belief. They're using emotion. They're using hatred. They're using control. And so if you're not staring at yourself in the mirror as a woman especially or or, or someone that maybe identifies as a woman or something that's just non-binary, whatever. I don't know how you compromise this. And you're absolutely right. This is on the ballot this this November. Absolutely. But still, it's just, it's too much. It's too much and it's not enough all at the same time. And I would remind people again, the rights of one group being threatening is a threat to all of us. Correct. Whether you want to believe it or not. Correct. That's the truth. They will come for everyone. NBA draft reaction next, 1140 The Bet. All's my life I has to fight. All's my life I. Hard times like yeah. Bad trips like yeah. Nazareth, I'm f***ed up, homie, you f***ed up. But if God got us, then we gon' be alright. Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez, the Playmakers, exclusively on 1140 The Bet. As difficult as the world is, 
we still got to have a little bit of hope, man. Welcome back to the Playmakers. Uh, Playmakers Plus Edition, by the way, as the Dodgers are on 1140 The Bet. Adrian Hernandez here. Of course, Lindsey Brown. Dominic Lavoie. Dominic, we didn't get to, you know, obviously, it's a different type of show. So just real quick, can we get your Chick-fil-A employment update? <laughs> um, it's gotten better. Uh, the early mornings are still tough, but... I mean, working with one of my closest friends, I mean, he kind of helps the energy stay up and kind of helps time go by faster. So we're almost almost at the finish line, almost have all my debt paid off and have some money saved up for the fall, but it's a grind. It is. Well, look, man, you're never going to get used to waking up that early, but I'm glad, you know, you're putting in that work. Thank you. And uh, throughout the show, we're going to have um, just some notes and some some opinions of others and Mr. The creator of Barstool Sports, correct, Lindsay? Dave? Yeah, Dave, Dave Portnoy. Portnoy. Yeah. Not my most favorite person in the world, but you know what? He's got something to say today, too. Okay, Mercy press conference. Uh, Roe versus Wade just got overturned. Let me start by saying this is a Dave Portnoy press conference. This doesn't reflect Barstool, all right? Barstool is 300-whatever people. They all may think certain ways. This is just me, how I feel. I feel like I have to speak on this issue. I already talked about it a little bit. To me, this is just... Pure insanity. Pure insanity. We are going backwards in time. We are literally going backwards in time. It, it makes no sense how anybody thinks it's their right to tell a woman what to do with her body. I just don't get it. To take away the ability to make informed decisions on how they want to live their lives is bananas. I know people will be like, well, no, it's a constitutional issue. They're just giving it to the states. Well, like what, 20 states are saying they're going to overturn it right away? And what if you're poor in that state and you can't go to another state and things like that? It's just nuts to me. Not to mention the same people are saying, you know, they want to take it away and overturn it are also like got to protect guns because of the Constitution. At what point do you look at the Constitution and say, hey, this was written by people who had slaves. Maybe not everything is exactly to a T in the Constitution. Like a million years from now, you're going to use a document written in the... It's just nuts. In what world? The world evolves. People evolve. Technology evolves. You got to evolve. You can't stick with this document and look at that and be like, that's the end-all, be-all. It, it, it's literally crazy pills. This is coming from somebody who consistently is like, the U.S. is the best country in the world by a mile. I still believe it. But we're going backwards. And the left and the right suck so f***ing bad. Like, the left hates me. The, the woke left, the liberals, they're crazy. They're insane people. Yet, I end up having to vote for a moron like Biden because the right is going to put Supreme Court people in who are just ruining this country and taking basic rights away. I honestly believe 95% of the people in the country think like me. They're like, they're liberally, they're, they're socially liberal and they're financially conservative. They like 90% of what Republicans, they don't like the woke culture, all this craziness. But then you look at what they're doing and it's like you're taking away basic rights. What's next? Same-sex marriage? Like, what is next? It's insane. That's why we have to vote for the morons like Biden, who's borderline incompetent, because it's too dangerous to vote Republican. Like, what the f*** are we doing? Dave Portnoy, one of the most influential voices in sports media and the world. But how about those New York Knicks? Yeah, so the NBA draft happened last night. Um, First off, the battle that everyone was looking towards uh, Shams with the upset over Woj, 19 out of the 31st round picks were tweeted by Shams first. Woj, 
only had 11. And real quick, too, shout out to UNLV's guard, Bryce Hamilton. Uh, we've talked about him a little throughout the college basketball season. He wasn't drafted last night, but he'll be at Summer League. He signed a deal with the Miami Heat, um, so he'll be over there. And I guess, you know what? We'll, we'll get to the Knicks because we're not, we're not, I'm not a, uh, a huge NBA draft expert, number 28. What a steal for the Heat. We'll get to the Heat, or the, uh, excuse me, the Knicks. So, what'd they do last night? They basically traded everything related to the draft and tried to get as much money as possible. So, they made their 11th pick, they traded him. Then they traded Kemba Walker. Then they traded five second-round picks, and uh, they saved themselves about $25 million. Now, about 30 minutes before the show, around 2.45, uh, Mark Stein, NBA insider, came out with a report of exactly what the Knicks' plan is. They are going all forces and all money ahead in terms of trying to sign Jalen Brunson from the Dallas Mavericks. This was completely all about trying to sign him. They are. Is Jalen Brunson worth all of that? For someone who has been good, but last year was his last year was his moment. It's it's you know. I'm like, are you setting would, the table to go lure LeBron away? But it's Jalen well, Brunson. So if there's a pie chart of this, eighty percent of this, and what's more likely is Jalen Brunson. And although they didn't clear up enough money, even though it was 25 mil. They could still do a couple things to make it possible is if you believe in the reports that Shams had before the draft, which is not only is Kyrie looking and has a list, which the Knicks were included, but KD is also mulling over the situation. So if KD, if Kyrie leaves, KD is going to leave too. So 80% of this is Jalen Brunson. The other half is Kyrie's on the list and making that up. So basically what can happen now is the Knicks can offer Jalen Brunson a four-year $100 million contract. Technically, the Mavericks have his bird rights, which means, number one, they can offer him one more year of guaranteed money, and they can offer him more than the 100 mil. But there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of speculation and rumors that Jalen is super interested in being the guy in Madison Square Garden. And also, you remember, Lindsay, about two weeks ago when I, when I talked about the jazz reporter that kind of laid the foundation of when Quinn Snyder left and mm-hmm. how all these agencies and everything yeah. comes together? Yeah. Collusion. Check this out for the Knicks. Knicks president of basketball operations, Leon Rose, who used to run CAA, is not only Jalen Brunson's former agent, but he essentially targeted the the Brunson family by making Jalen Brunson's father his first client, got him hired as an assistant coach for Tom Thibodeau with the Knicks. So the father-son relationship is super close. And then Jalen Brunson's agent is Sam Rose which is Leon Rose's son. So this is a family affair trying to sign Jalen Brunson and going all in. So all these, I, I believe it was a total of three trades, one player, six picks to clear 25 mil is to go all in on Jalen. And, and the one thing I will say, because to me it is a fair question, and I wouldn't necessarily do it because Jalen Brunson balled his ass off, but this was just one year. Yeah, I barely necessary. know who this guy is. Yeah, it's not that proven. <laughs> On the flip side, though. But Tibbs knows his dudes, though. Yeah, but it, it's just he is technically Kyrie is not a free agent or is able to be signed unless he declines the option. So technically it's a trade or a sign-in trade is at play right now until about a couple days when Kyrie needs to make that decision. So if Kyrie is not available, 
then Jalen Brunson is outright the best guard available. So you deal with the cards that you have, I guess, and the, no patience because what is this? this is the second or I believe it's going into the third year for the Knicks. So that's what they did, and that's it's it's just a crazy situation to look to look at that and kind of see some of the family ties and the nepotism, some would say, to be able to make this happen. And then on the flip side, one thing I want to get to is there's this kid, right? His name's Jake uh, LaRavia. He's from Wake Forest. Going into the draft, they had this guy as a second-round pick, mid-second mid round, so barely drafted because he was 22 years old. That was the downside because he's older. Turns out, whether it was Google messed up or someone went into his Wikipedia, they changed his age. He was actually 20 years old. The agent had to call teams that, that met with him and that were interested and say, hey, 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 my guy's 20, not 22. He went 19 to the Memphis Grizzlies. The difference of two years gets this guy into the first round. And it kind of shows you on the flip side, number one, how much teams value or don't value the draft and how much attention to details. Because to me, isn't that insane? <laughs> like, to yeah. me, it's like... Yeah, almost as insane as saying, like, 22-year-old, not worth our time. Yeah. Come on. Come no, on. Yeah, it, um, and, and just to wrap up, I, I want to focus real quick on the top three, the top three picks. So the Magic get Paolo Banchero from Duke. Uh, it was kind of crazy as the show was going on in the last segment. I don't know, Lindsay, if you noticed me frantically going on my computer and, like, refreshing. Yeah. Because he was, like, plus 500. Like, the odds for him to go number one in a matter of the last half hour completely switched. And Vegas always knows, right? So th the Magic took a risk. They went with with Paolo Banchero. He's a special offensive player. He can score. He has a lot of shot creation. Not that much on the defense. Chet Holmgren goes to the Thunder. Thunder are high on high IQ players. The rebuild continues. I have a lot of concerns about his weight and his body type, though, because a lot of people say he's Kevin Durant, but he's not Kevin Durant. He doesn't move like that. He's not fluid like that, and he's going to have to play in the paint, which means he's going to need to get stronger and get that muscle mass to be in there. Um, but defensively, he's a stud. And then number three, Jabari Smith, who I thought was going to be the consensus number one, Houston, whenever you get a player that you didn't even think was going to be available, that's a good thing. Houston's going to be that league pass team that's going to score a lot of points and be very entertaining. So that is your draft reaction recap. All that. I love to hear it. Great stuff as always. We return next with some more opinions. 1140 The Bet. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 
Hear me, no one sees me, no one Hear me, no one sees me, no one I'm off the radar Adrian Hernandez and Lindsey Brown The Playmakers Exclusively on 1140 The Vet I want to say happy Friday uh, But let's be perfectly honest It is definitely not that But nonetheless we're here we're all in this together, I think, is the uh, number one sentiment that I have right now. But uh, I'm going to shut up because <laughs> it is very important today for Lindsay to talk and to get her perspective. And like I said, to start the show, sometimes you need to shut up and sometimes you need to listen. Well, and we're the three best friends that anyone could have. And I think in a way, um, I'm going to read the dissenting opinions or at least excerpts from Justice Breyer, Justice uh, Sotomayor, and Justice Kagan, um, who released this after the ruling earlier today that overturned Roe v. Wade. Just verbatim. For half a century, Roe v. Wade, comma, 410 U.S. 113, 1973, and Planned Parenthood of the Southeastern Pennsylvania versus Casey 505 U.S. 833, 1992, have protected the liberty and equality of women. Roe held and Casey reaffirmed that the Constitution safeguards a woman's right to decide for herself whether to bear a child. Roe held and Casey reaffirmed that the first stages of pregnancy, the government could not make that choice for women. The government could not control a woman's body or the course of a woman's life. It could not determine what the woman's future would be. See Casey 505 U.S. at 853 Gonzalez versus Carhartt 550 U.S. 124 171 to 172 2007 Ginsburg. Justice dissenting. Respecting a woman as an autonomous being and granting her full equality meant giving her substantial choice over this most personal and consequential of all life decisions. Rowan Casey well understood the difficulty and divisiveness of the abortion issue. The court knew that Americans hold profoundly different views about the morality of terminating a pregnancy, even at its earliest stage. Casey 505 U.S. at 850, and the court recognized that the two Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health Organization, Breyer, Breyer, Sotomayor, and Kagan, J.J. dissenting, state has legitimate interests from the outset of the pregnancy in protecting the life of a fetus that may become a child at 846. I'm going to stop reading these numbers. It's kind of confusing. So the court struck a balance, as it often does when values and goals compete. It held that the state could prohibit abortions after fetal viability so as the ban contained exceptions to safeguard a woman's life or health. It held that even before viability, the state could regulate the abortion procedure in multiple and meaningful ways. But until the viability line was crossed, the court held a state could not impose a substantial obstacle on a woman's right to elect the procedure as she, not the government, thought proper in light of all circumstances and complexities of her own life. Today, the court discards that balance. It says from the very moment of fertilization, a woman has no rights to speak of. A state can force her to bring a pregnancy to term even at the steepest personal and familial costs. An abortion restriction, the majority holds, is permissible whenever rational, the lowest level of scrutiny known to the law. And because, as the court has often stated, protecting fetal life is rational. States will feel free to enact all manner of restrictions 
The Mississippi law at issue here bars abortions after the 15th week of pregnancy. Under the majority's ruling, though, another state's law could do so after 10 weeks or five or three or one or again from the moment of fertilization. States have already passed such laws in in anticipation of today's ruling. More will follow. Some states have enacted laws extending to all forms of abortion procedure, including taking medication in one's own home. They have passed laws without any exceptions for when the woman is the victim of rape or incest. Under those laws, a woman will have to bear her rapist child or a young girl her father's, no matter if doing so will destroy her life. So, too, after today's ruling, some states may compel women to carry to term a fetus with severe physical uh, anomalies. For example, one afflicted with Tay-Sachs disease, sure to die uh, within a few years of birth. States may even argue that a prohibition on abortion need make no provision for protecting a woman from risk of death or physical harm. Across a vast array of circumstances, a state will be able to impose its moral choice on a woman and coerce her to give birth to a child. Enforcement of all of these draconian restrictions will also be left largely to the state's devices. A state can, of course, impose criminal penalties on abortion providers, including lengthy prison sentences. But some states will not stop there. Perhaps in the wake of today's decision, a state law will criminalize The woman's conduct, too, incarcerating or fining her for daring to seek or obtain an abortion. And as Texas has recently shown, a state that can turn neighbor against neighbor, enlisting fellow citizens in the effort to root out anyone who tries to get an abortion or to assist another in doing so. I'm going to skip ahead a little bit to page 15 because that was just basically the first three pages. There's 61 of them. I've printed them all out. I'm going to read it this weekend in my spare time. From page 15, we referred there to the people who ratified the 14th Amendment. What rights did those people have in their heads at the time? But of course, people did not ratify the 14th Amendment. Men did. So it is perhaps not so surprising that the ratifiers were not perfectly attuned to the importance of reproductive rights for women's liberty or for their capacity to participate as equal members of our nation with a capital N. Indeed, the ratifiers, both in 1868 and when the original Constitution was approved in 1788, did not understand women as full members of the community embraced by the phrase, we the people. In 1868, the first wave of American feminists were explicitly told, of course by men, that it was not their time to seek constitutional protections. Women would not get even the vote for another half century in 1919. That's not in the writing, but I just know that. To be sure, most women in 1868 also had a foreshortened view of their rights. If most men could not imagine giving women control over their bodies, most women could not imagine having that kind of autonomy. But that takes away nothing from the core point. Those responsible for the original Constitution, including the 14th Amendment, did not perceive women as equals and did not recognize women's rights. When the majority says we must read our foundational charter as viewed at the time of ratification, except that we may also check it against the Dark Ages, 
it consigns women to second class citizenship. That's all I got printed out. <sighs> and those are the nay votes. RBG would have been on the nay vote. That's why she was writing a lot of dissenting opinions before she passed away a couple years ago. I still have a, her calendar on my wall. My grandma sends me a Ruth Bader Ginsburg inspired calendar every year. We appreciate you, Grandma. Yes, thank you, Grandma. And thank you to Justice Breyer, Justice so Sotomayor, and Justice Kagan um, for writing all of this and for fighting the right side. Any thoughts for our last minute here in our second or first hour before we head to the second hour? I wish I had some poignant to say that could be like, this is the path that we need to do. And I don't, other than voting and making our presence felt and us specifically using our platform, mm -hmm. I just, even if after today, there's just one person that, that is like, oh, I see this now, or I understand, or I got a better understanding of your perspective and some of the things that we're talking about. Mm -hmm. We've done a job because we can't. The one thing we can't do is we can't stop fighting. We can't normalize this or think that this is okay because it's not. Absolutely correct. We'll have more of the ongoing conversation about Roe v. Wade and its overturning, as well as some sports, Stanley Cup, Chamber of Chaos, all on the way in the second hour. 1140 The Bet. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.